Every man's heart one day beats its final beat. And if what that man did in his life makes the blood pulse through the body of others, then his essence, his spirit, will be immortalized forever. King of Freestyle, who would you choose as the King of Freestyle? I think this term of King of Freestyle is actually becoming a little bit tainted, but uh, I have a lot of kings out there. You know, uh, everybody has their own king in their in their own mind. So whatever, you know, whoever they like is their king, they can be their king. I choose one king, and that's me. <laughs> I knew it. You know what? I sat down. And uh, I thought, who would he choose? I'm like, he's going to choose himself. I'm going to choose myself. I mean, I mean, there are some people out there that, that you know, I got to be honest with you. They don't even come close. I love that they confidence. I love that Stevie B swagger. It's it's what made 2019. No, but, it, but, it's true, but, but it's true. Add up the accolades. Just add them all up. And then, you know what? I try to find somebody that, that I can reach to, you know. But, I you know, I pass the baton across the board. There are people who are, are are good at what they do, and uh, and they've held on for all these years, and they do good. So, uh, and I give them that respect. But as far as competing with me on my level, there ain't none. 2019 was very interesting because uh, you, uh, it was like uh, I was sending you my thoughts, and then you just said them on social media. Like, I've been talking about this stuff for so many years and then here you come on and you just take social media and freestyle and you turn it on its head when uh, you were discussing the uh, quality of music 
uh, that was being released uh, at that time. And to this day, it's still being released. You know, inferior uh, freestyle music that really hurts the genre. What made you come out to do that? It was part ego. I mean, you know, I'm a competitive person. And, I, and I've been involved in this quote-unquote freestyle genre because it wasn't freestyle before. This thing freestyle, actually, it hurts us. It hurts us, especially if you identify it as being a certain kind of loop. There's a loop there that people are stuck in. So if you identify in there, within that loop, you don't, you don't give me the opportunity or the option to expand, grow, and be creative. You don't give me that when you put me in that. You pigeonhole me or any artist when you do that. So when the artist shows something else, you get so used to him doing certain things. When I heard some of the inferior music that was being done, I just thought it was my obligation to step up, not just for me, but all the writers and producers, Andy Panda, Joey Gardner, Ligon and Barbosa, people that have been writing some of the biggest hits that established freestyle. I felt it as an obligation to come in and step in and say, hell no. There are people that did way better, established the genre, and we sort of left it alone. It was a mistake on my part. I am, I am a part of that neglect. And when I decided to step in, it took a lot for me to do it. But I said, you know what? If I step in, people are going to say, well, Stevie, if you want to come in and give your opinion about freestyle, what are you going to offer to counter that? So that put a big obligation because when you're pointing your finger at people, there's three pointing back at you. I have three times the obligation to come back and say, hey, look, this is what I think it is. This is how I think it should be. Now, I'm giving my opinion. So you say, well, what is freestyle? Freestyle is whatever I say it is. And if you want to follow my, my lead, you want to follow my song, you want to support me and say, hey, look, I put a smorgasbord on the table. I don't put just one dish on the table and say, that's going to be your diet and you stick with it. Just play Spring Love 100 times a day and see how satisfied you're going to be. You're not going to be satisfied with that. You know, music is a spiritual thing. And you don't never know what mood people are in. Music is a mood giver or a mood taker. Because it can change your mood. But it can also give you a mood. That is the psychology of the human being. He's not in a good mood all the time. And he's not in a bad mood all the time. But sometimes he's heartbroken. Sometimes he's this and sometimes he's that. So when I do music, I try to cover all those things. Now, if you want to stick me in 128 beats a minute, and everything that I do, that's not what music is. Sometimes I don't feel like dancing. Sometimes I feel like crying. Sometimes I feel like just being mellow. Sometimes I feel like being grown and sexy. You understand what I'm saying? I do. There's the moods of the human being. And music is that. Music is inspirational. So what I'm saying to the people that, that's making music, this is Stevie B's perspective. I can only give my perspective of what's coming out of my spirit and come out of my soul. And if you say I'm the king of freestyle and I'm your favorite artist, then let me have the opportunity to present my art. This is a gift. This is a gift to me. Whoever created me gave me this gift. Let me shine. Let me put the canvas. And if you really, really appreciate great art, you're not going to go to Mozart and tell Mozart what to do. Mozart going to tell you what to do. He's going to say, this is my inspiration. This is what I see for this particular category or this particular thing on the dance floor. This is what I see happening. Drums, music, melody, oh, grown and sexy. You know, this is what I see happening. This is what I see. Do you agree with me? Can you get with me? 
And then either you're going to say yes or you're going to say no. Now, I presented my menu. That's a menu. My new album is a full menu. Every album that I ever did was a full menu. I don't have filler songs. Every one of them that you can go to and eat from it depends on your mood. If your mood is grown and sexy, I got it. If you want to dance your ass off, I got it. Okay? If you want to talk spirituality, I got it. So whatever moon you in, Stevie B has that menu for you. That's what I've always done. So this is my new menu for 2020, saying this is the state of what I want to present to the world. You asked me to review the album. I've had it for about yeah. two months now, and I've heard yeah. it over and over and over again. So I will let you know my favorites in a moment. But going back to when you went on social media to discuss uh, your views, um, you know, what I stated was, you know, we named him the King of Freestyle. Don't be upset when he's ad addressing his court, when he's ad addressing the, his people. You know what I'm saying? For me, I thought it was a great wake-up call. I mean, even the people from uh, the old school, they chimed in. They're trying to come back and offer new music to the community. Uh, there are people that mm -hmm. have been here producing new freestyle music. When you came and you did what you did, um, you put freestyle on its ear. And, and not only did people listen, but people went to work. And so mm -hmm. even though mm -hmm. many people took it in a way where they felt disrespected, uh, they had no other choice but to go back into the studio and put out good quality content. Now you're here in 2020 with your brand new album, and now people are going to be judging you. Are you okay with that now yeah. after you went on that on that social media rant or, or talk? Are you now going to be okay with what comes with this album and the review people give you 100% I'm prepared to take on the critics because you know they have to judge a few things they can't just uh, you know a lot of people what they're judging Jose is how I compete with my other 15 hit records so they're making me compete with an old dish that I serve and you just might love that that's fine you see that's the critique or oh, it don't sound like such and such, you see? But I'm okay with you coming in and you if you are sincere. If you want to be sincere about uh, critiquing the music and not be critiquing me based on a faction that you're involved with, you're on somebody's team, or you pissed off at some other situation or a friend of mine, or you pissed off at my DJ, or you pissed off at CPR because he showed me some love then you're going to come in and rant on me about that. See, a lot of people are, are critiquing the album based on a whole nother sentiment. So if you are a decent music lover, just basic music lover, that you're going to come in and trash this album. If you do that, then you're just a plain old hater. You're completely correct. And I don't want to talk about those folks. Uh, I know that you're addressing my question. But I want to, I want to start with one of the songs that you have on your album. It's called Take It All okay. Back. And and to mm -hmm. me, when I heard that song, what it means to me is that that you you wish that people could go back to the days where artists were artists. You could you bring it back to a time where people had mystique and bring it to a time where there was this thing that attracted you to someone that social media kind of messed up. And the song Take It All Back, which is one of my favorites actually, after listening to the words, it's you mm -hmm. talking about that. Um, so what was mm -hmm. the inspiration? Was it the, the situation in 2019 that inspired this song, or was it something totally different? No, it's exactly what you thought it was. And, you know, a lot of the, the up-and-coming artists right now, and I was, I'll just address them, because I was targeting a lot of the up-and-comings and the newbies. 
And a lot of them don't have the same scenario. They don't have the same sentiment. They don't have the same experience that I've gone through. You see, I'm probably 10 years older than the, the oldest freestyle artist. You see? So my experience is when I came in, I almost didn't have my first hit record until I was almost 30 years old. And Tolga and those people that worked around me and all of they were kids. They were 18, 19, 20 years old when I first met them. So a lot of the younger people that's coming in now, and some of them not young, but they're young in this industry coming in and having the accolades that they have now. So some of them have been around, but they're just making their mark. The Internet allowed that. It didn't allow it 30 years ago. But our experiences, what I feel within me, take it all back is talking about a time that I experienced. Now, if I'm lucky, you experienced some of that, too, if we're the same age or we came up in the, in, in, in the same uh, era. So uh, the song is giving homage to us, our freestyle, our industry. But I was listening to a lot of things back then that was influencing me. But I want us to go back to a time where uh, it was a little bit more fun. Everybody's too serious out here today. You know, everybody's just too uptight. You know, that's not the time I want to talk about. I want to talk about when the world was not so uptight. That's what I say in the beginning. We had fun in the clubs. We had fun at the park. We were skating in the park. And the music was a part of that culture. Now, we're not a part of that young culture, but there's an older culture that's there. And I reminisce within that song for us. I did that for us. You have to go into each one of those words, in each one of those lines. And hopefully that I put a certain kind of beat. Marcio did a, a map style, did a beat on there. And we presented the package to where it could take you back. The melodies, what I tried to do, keep the beat there. Uh, and then the lyric and the harmonies. All of these go into my decisions on how I present a song. It's not just trying to be philosophical or poetic. You have to be clever. Look at the clever lines that I use, the rhythmic patterns that I use. So all of that went into that song, and it speaks for itself. It doesn't take a whole bunch of uh, deep explanations of what I was trying to do in that song, but it came from CBB, and it came uniquely from me. And can they tell you like this here? I don't care who you are. You can't touch that. Let's take a listen to Take It All Back, CBB's brand new album, Best of Life, available right now. We can take it all. 
CPR's Clubhouse podcast, and we have live with us Stevie B himself, and right now we were playing the brand new song, Take It All Back, from Best of Life. Now, where'd you get that title, Best of Life? Like a year ago, like I said, when I did the rant, uh, everybody was, you know, everybody was a little tense. Everybody was a little stressed out, and, uh, you know, we all have to make life changes, and personal things that I was going through, others around me were going through. And, you know, at some point you have to decide, you know what, I want to live my best life. I want to be appreciative of the people around me, and I want them to be appreciative of me. And sometimes we miss that. Just look what happens now with Kobe Bryant, rest in peace and his family, and the things that those families are going through. There's a lot of things people are going through politically. Uh, you know, people are distressed out. We have a political situation that's disrespecting people. Disrespecting the human person, I mean, just outright it. So I said, you know what? Let me let me do a song that's going to highlight the importance of the one-on-one relationships, giving your spouse or your friend or your family the highest respect, and uh, showing the accolades of what the people that's been around you since day one, what they mean to you, and. A lot of people have this idea, Jose, but can you express it? Can you express it in a magical way? And that's what brought on the best of life. And I think that it's it's a perfect timing for that based on the climate of the not just our our country, but based on the whole world right now. Uh, This is the the climate that's out there right now. There's not a better uh, song that inspires you to think of what's to come in life than listening to Stevie B's Spring Love. And on this album, you really take it to the youngsters. Uh, You really give it a a twist. I mean, you've revisited Spring Love with uh, Pitbull, and I loved it. I thought it was amazing. But this one here uh, with DJ Chubby Chubb and Dynasty the King, it's where you cement your legacy for the future. Um, and there's something that I've told you before. I think that um, it's great that you can uh, get to that hip uh, current uh, of music that the, the young adults are enjoying right now. And I'm going to play mm-hmm. that because I think that what you did was uh, very appealing to a new generation. And I, I do commend and you this, for that. And this, is, and this is what I was talking about back in April. If you're doing... If you're doing music and you're 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 focusing uh, your production and your idea and your writing on just a narrow window, then when you shoot for your target, it's going to be minimal. Who makes music like that? Who does that? 
I don't. You listen to any Stevie B album. I've always had a lot of variety on my album, from spiritualism to political to to uh, uh, I'm not crazy on the on the prayer album, uh, Children of Tomorrow. Uh, I've always been that kind of person, and I've always presented that package. I don't know why, for some people, this is a surprise to them. What were you looking for me to do? To go back and try to remake in my eyes or want to be the one? Why would you even want me to do that? You already have that in your collection. It's called freestyle, but you're you're obviously not free. It's a situation where if you do something totally different, you're a traitor to the genre. Or if you update it, you're a traitor to the genre. Or if you do anything to tweak it to make it modern, you're you are betraying the genre. It's called freestyle. And there should be that freedom to express yourself in a way where people can listen and say, okay, this is the evolution of freestyle. If P. Diddy can use freestyle in his beats, if So So Deaf, and you know, I can go on because I, I've listened to generations of freestyle use freestyle and not call it freestyle, but even mm -hmm. freestyle itself is like, oh no, we, that, that can't be freestyle because it's set this way. There is no betrayal to freestyle. Freestyle is that. Stilo libre. Stilo libre. We're not stuck. It says we're free to do what? We're free to express ourselves. We're free to say, hey, whatever we say, we want to come from. If you, if it's your favorite artist or if it's an artist you're going to respect, you're going to listen to the offering and say, wow, what are they trying to say in this? Does it appeal to me? So what I tried to appeal to in this particular album was, in Best of Life in the production, I know what the kids are listening to. My son is one of the biggest producers out there. Cardi B, French Montana, uh, Post Malone. He's got some of the top records out there right now. And he's and, 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 they're, and, they're, and they're trying to give me guidance. They're saying, Dad, it's the element of just the beat with a tune to it, this and that, with a major song or a good lyrics behind it. So what did I do? I tried to keep the space. Now, that doesn't say we can't have a freestyle remix of it. But that's not what I was going through, going to put on the, the offering at first on the album when it comes to this. My appeal, and I warned everybody back in April, didn't I? I said, what is freestyle? I don't want you to tell me what freestyle is. That's your opinion of freestyle. If you're coming on saying, well, that don't sound like freestyle to me. Okay, either move on, stay stuck in your 50 songs that you have in your repertoire of every freestyle song that was made in 1988, 89, 90, 91. If you want to live in that world, you want to drag me into your little freestyle world and lock me in. Well, that's never going to happen. Because the minute you try to do that to me is the minute I'll run away from you and I'll go find the rest of the world who wants to hear world music. That, to me, is the issue that I have because they have an issue with you changing things up and people like TKA, K7 changing things up or people modernizing music, Jay Adams. Most of them are stuck in the Planet Rock era. So every song that they come out with is, is you know, African Bombada, Planet Rock, every song. And it's been, it's been beaten to death for over 25 years. And people are like, no, this is what freestyle is. That's not freestyle. Like, uh, you know, it's, it's, no. not, it's not what you want to be no. stuck on. No, because they think, first and foremost, freestyle is just Latino. That is not true. There are other nationalities. There are people from Vietnam. There are people from from the Philippines, there's people from Mexico, there's people from everywhere who love freestyle. And they listen to rock. They can listen listen to bachata. They can listen to merengue. They can listen to hip-hop. 
They can listen to old school all in the same buffet. And they don't have no problems with it. Why do some people have a problem with innovation, expanding, new things? Who the hell wants to listen to the, the, their favorite artist release the same song every day? I know I That's don't. That's crazy. I don't either. Right. And I'm not going to do that. I don't give that. I'm sorry. Let's give him a taste. Let's give him a taste of uh, the Spring Love uh, Cutie. I love this. Really cool. Right now, we are previewing a brand new album from CVB, Best of Life. And right now, we're going to be uh, playing one of the songs featured uh, on uh, the album. This is Spring Love Cutie. That's Spring Love Cutie featuring Map Style, DJ Chubby Chubb, Dynasty the King, the other person that's on the song. And I really, really enjoyed this iteration of Spring Love. So I'm going to play it right now. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yes, let's go. New York City, big up Map Style, DJ Chubby Chubb. We Brazilian funk, Brazil. Hey, girl. Come, girl, come, give me that thing. Cause you know I say you drive me crazy. When I saw your sexy face, I fell in love instantly. Your lips and thighs, it's a love this galaxy. I just want to make sweet love. Sipping on some Hennessy. Wearing that sundress. Everywhere you go, you impress. You drip nice, you are the finest. Anywhere we go, no one can test, no. So let me be your man, your love.
along with Stevie B. It's the Best of Life album. This is Spring Love Cutie featuring Map Style, DJ Chubby Chubb, and Dynasty. We're live on 90.7 with Stevie B. Stevie, I really love that. That is a club banger, and I can wow. play that in any club, and everyone will be on the dance floor guaranteed. Beautiful, beautiful. And, you know, and, and I and I say this, for me to be able to touch that record, and I know how sensitive people are about Spring Love, and they're sensitive. Let me tell you something. That takes flavor to take that harmony, take that and make it work with Dynasty, with that beat, and he put the Spanish, he put, and I came back in with the heavy harmonies. If you notice, the harmonies are very, very rich. And I wanted the youngsters that hear that record, because they never, a lot of young people never heard this song before. But you got the dance hall feel, you got the Spanish. We, we give highlights to Brazil, uh, which loves freestyle, loves CDB. So in that song, I tried to cover and get, get give a lot of people satisfaction from it. And I think uh, right now by, you know, just by your accolades right now, hopefully I, I hit the nail on the head. That's a legacy record. That's pretty much legacy record, 30 years of, of wow. that song. And I'm not tired That's of it. Uh, Pitbull, the Pitbull version was amazing. This one here is for the kids. And they're going to love yeah. it. Um, and that's just the bottom line. Uh, anyone who disagrees with that is not a real music lover. And uh, every every album that you've put out, it hasn't been just freestyle. Uh, you can go back to the first album. You know, you, you had Spring Love. You had, you know, you had, but there was, there were balanced. No more, I had no more, I had no more tears. I have Day and Night. Absolutely. I have records that don't even sound. The only freestyle songs on there is Stop the Love and I think Part of Your Body. And Spring Love wasn't even a, considered a, a freestyle song. Absolutely. So I, I want to go back to like the last decade because again, people only hear uh, certain things that you put out. But you've you've been busy every year putting out content. I've seen uh, mm -hmm. Best of Stevie B CDs compilations, mm -hmm. Spotify list. Mm -hmm. Right. We go back to yeah. 2012, and uh, in 2012, I was working with Julio Mena on a compilation album. He brought me mm -hmm. this song called One Last Wish. And you heard yes. you heard that song, and you automatically took him under your wing, and you yes. and you recorded that song in a duet style. Now a lot of yes. a, a lot of the the freestyle community, I always say they're like professional wrestling, right? Because they're always talking about how the <laughs> the old generation doesn't want to pass the torch to the new generation. I disagree yes. wholeheartedly because I've seen that effort. You did it in yes. 2012 with Julio Mena. One last mm -hmm. wish. I've seen you put him yes. on stage on your shows to do your yes. songs on stage. Um, yes. We fast forward to your catalog, right? You had the yes. This Time album, 2015. The mm -hmm. Terminator, one of my favorite albums, mm -hmm. Different Kind of Love, wow. an amazing song. Uh, just one of the greatest, right? You you partnered with Frankie J uh, to do uh, The Body Rock in 2016. Uh, never yes. never going to let you go to the album with Genie in a Bottle. Uh, you're going to mm -hmm. be mine. I always say it like that because yeah. I, I, it's like when you talk, I get your accent for some reason, right? So it's like, you're going to be, <laughs> the Stevie B, you're going to be mine, right? And then uh, yes, right. 2019, you came and you flipped social media, right? So I named you one of the most influential uh, artists of the decade. 30 years, probably three decades. But I, I, was, I was doing a countdown and I had to put you on that list. Most importantly, you fast forward to 2020 and you hear Jenny Renee's All Hooked Up. And then you connect with her to feature her on this album. 
Now, if you're not trying to nurture the future of freestyle, then I, I don't know who is. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the people don't, they don't want to see actually what's happening right in front of them. So the things that I do, you know, are very, very consequential. And I try to pick my situations very, very carefully. And sometimes we pick good and sometimes we pick bad. And uh, we're always throwing the dice on when we meet new people, just in friendships. You don't know how the friendships are going to turn out. Some of the people you think that weren't going to be your friends wind up being your best friend. And the ones you think are going to be your best friends wind up being your biggest enemies. So these things happen also when we take people uh, under our belt and we, we start to let them do an apprentice program, just like probably at the radio station. You have young people that want to learn. But the first thing they got to do is they got to clean up the damn studio. Absolutely. They got to take their trash out. They got to bring me coffee. They got to do whatever we say to get in because to get in, it ain't that easy. You don't just let people get in easy like that. And I'm not a, an a easy person, but sometimes I am and things slip in. Some of the people that had some of the biggest successes they ever had was just they were around at the right time at the right place. I'll give you an example and I'm going to get back to your thing. Take Coro, who was my first dancer. Take Charlie Steele from Lanier, my first dancers that went out with Stevie B. Well, look how their careers blossomed because they were in association with me. The late great Carell. Okay? The late great Carell was around me. His cousin is is Eric, my dancer. They're first cousins. People don't know that, you see. And Eric knew somebody. Uh, Don, my drummer, knew somebody. Dadjo, my keyboard player, knew somebody. So these are sometimes, and and I want like-minded people around me, like spirits around me, because sometimes you can get people that are just full of confusion. I don't need the confusion around my life right now. I take my time. I try to plan. And that's why it took me close to uh, nine, ten months to finish this album. Uh, we were d working on different time zones. So getting back getting back to your point about passing it forward. Uh, uh, Julio, I saw Julio seven years ago, eight years ago, and I recognized his skill set. And Julio is an independent writer-producer. That boy is fire. So if anybody out there right now is, that, that's a Julio fan, you got it. You got it because he's the real deal. Okay, you don't need Stevie B to say he's the real deal. It's freaking listen to the guy. You'll see he's the real deal. He, I don't need to convince you. You got ears. You got a heart. You got a soul. Listen to what he's trying to say. And if he's and if he's touching you, then press the OK button when it's time to put your credit card down and show the man some support and show him some love. Don't just talk about it. So. Jenny came to me. I had heard her from, you know, uh, listening to your show and her song got hot. And I heard about her. I heard about a lot of artists out there. Okay. But when Jay brought me the single on her, he says, what do you think about this? I'm like, wow, what is this? I, I asked all the pertinent questions. What is this? Who is this? Who did this? Uh, what's the status? What's the situation? And, uh, you know, we presented the idea of doing the duet with Jenny. And she's got something that is very special and that's a cut above what i hear coming from the genre she is she's got an adele texture to her voice it's heavy it's nice it's appealing it's sweet but it's powerful and you know what the caveat is jose with uh, with jenny she's a writer she wrote that song she wrote that song my impression of jenny renee was was uh, cemented when she flew here from Florida, mm -hmm. she could have debuted her 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 song anywhere. She mm -hmm. could have gone to you know an iRadio station in Florida and debuted it. She flew 
to mm-hmm. Bradley International Airport in Hartford, Connecticut, to drive to Springfield, mm-hmm. Massachusetts, to debut her song here on my show. Now that's an honor, and that's dedication. That's what an artist is supposed to do. They're supposed to knock on doors yes. to radio stations. They're supposed to do what you have been taught to do the the original old school way. Not everyone, you know. You, they... you got to do the Chitlin Circuit. You've got to do the Chitlin Circuit. Absolutely. We call that the Chitlin Circuit. You've got to get in them streets. you got to make yourself known. And she's got, you know, I'm not saying she's the only one. There's other girls out there, but I can't pick everybody. Absolutely. I, I just, I'm just I'm just one person. And uh, by me launching the Royalty Entertainment brand, you know, we have Royalty Records, we have Royalty Entertainment, Royalty Publishing. You know, I got the, the Party of Dreams tour that's coming. So all this is a part of a plan with those people that I feature. They're going to go out with me on the road. Now, everybody's out there talking all that smack and all that because they want to be on my platform. Well, guess what? Jenny's on my platform. She's going to perform on my biggest shows. Now she's going to she's going to catapult from doing those smaller shows, and she needs to do those smaller shows. She needs to establish herself. But what does she get? She gets the benefit. She gets to be on the stage with the biggest artist in quote unquote freestyle. Now she's going to be on stage with me performing a song that she wrote and co-produced with Jay Allen. Now, who gets that? That's a blessing. And she's a blessing to me and for Jay presenting an incredible record. Now, this is what's missing. Those amazing writers, those amazing artists. Jenny could be in anybody's R&B camp singing alongside any of the top best. That's what the accolades I give to her. She's got it. She's got a skill set. Okay? Now, listen to the song. Let me tell you something. This is inspired. Jay killed it. The production is simple. It's impactful, and it gives the song an opportunity to, to breathe. And it breathes with her, with her voice, and I'm accompanying her on her song with her voice. And thank you, Jenny Renee, for being blessed with that song. Let's get ready to listen to it. Right now it's Jenny Renee and Stevie B live on Clubhouse Dance Music. This, it's all right.
with the king of freestyle, Mr. Stevie B. That's an amazing song, and to me, uh, it's uh, my number one favorite song on the album, Best of Life, available right now. That is a Stone Cold Smash. Love that it. Is, look, if you hating on that song, then guess what? You need to just go bury yourself in a, in a tunnel somewhere and just shut yourself <laughs> off in the world. And thank you for... Uh, for uh, for, for giving that song the kind of uh, respect that I, I thought it was going to get. And uh, I think it's a smash. I think it should be on radio today. But there are songs on that album that goes very, very deep. And if you're appreciating and very hungry for uh, just a really good offering, that album has something for every mood that you could possibly be in. I hear the dedications that you uh, have on that on that album for your wife. Uh, you, you've been dedicating a lot of songs to her. Um, and mm -hmm. let me tell you, ever since Different Kind of Love, you just, mm -hmm. man, you turned the, the world upside mm -hmm. down with that one, man. I, I love that mm -hmm. song. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a classic to me. And it's a song that, um, if, if we were to play it 24 hours a day, seven days a week, people, will, will, <laughs> they will, they will continue listening to it. And that's yeah. not the only one. Young Girl, it's like the national anthem around here. Uh, and, yeah, uh, she was pretty young. She it, was pretty young. Yeah. So, good. you know, so Young Girl, man, it, it, it's a, it's a phenomenon. Uh, in the freestyle community, um, and especially in this area, it's like the national anthem. I, you know, I'll leave it right there with that one. Uh, but it, you, you've made these songs, man, that that I really enjoy. I love your melodies, uh, freestyle. You want to dance, you want to move, you want to freestyle. You know, it, it's really cool. But when your heart is calling, I was listening to that. Tell me mm -hmm. the story behind this song, uh, because we're going to be playing that next. You know, a lot of people out there, honestly, Jose, they're very lonely. People are lonely, and uh, and they sometimes they don't express themselves, and uh, they feel a certain type of way. And one thing about love, it has a way of traveling just through thought. I believe that sometimes. Sometimes, you know, you could be thinking about a person, and the next minute, they call you. You know, I believe that, you know, when they say two hearts become one, there's something very magical that happens in that relationship. They really do become one. I mean... Uh, if you've been in any kind of strong relationship, you know that sometimes the people finish each other's sentences, uh, what they eat, uh, what time they go to bed, their routines. Uh, you have routines together, you know, and when you break that routine, the person feels it. It's like I, I'm used to having breakfast a certain time, lunch a certain time, eating together or watching a movie or these kinds of things. This is what happens when you find that special other half because, you know, we can't just satisfy ourselves all the time. We need a mate. We need friendships. We need these relationships. So, you know, I try to say, you know what? When your heart is calling, I'll be there day or night. And uh, don't have to worry. I'm all in. I'm not partially in. I'm all in. Absolutely love it. It, reminds, it reminds me of my relationship um, and how my girl and I got together. So I've been playing that one at work all day. And uh, we're going to play wow. it right now. We're going to play it right now because it's one of my favorites. Once again, we're live with Stevie B on 90.7 FM. WTCC, When the Heart is Calling, track number eight. I already got it with a big star. That's one of my favorites. It's Stevie B, Best of Life, the album. We're live with Stevie on 90.7 FM. WTCC, check this out. Track number eight, When Your Heart is Calling.
Stevie B, uh, that's a superhero song right there. If you're if you're trying to win a woman's heart, that's a superhero song right there, and that's the reason why it reminded me of my story with my significant other, because I used to be her Superman, and to this day I still am. I got a cape to prove it, so uh, it's pretty cool. And uh, Cheryl Rodriguez is here with me, my co-host. Uh, she's been very quiet, just listening, but you know she has a Superman of her own, and I just think thank it's, you, Cheryl. It's like a it's like a thank superhero you. song, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, and uh, beautiful. It's 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 great to find someone that you would do that for. Just let her know, like, listen, I'm the man for you. You need me. I'm gonna be there. It doesn't matter what time you call me. You know, it, it's really cool, man. I, I really enjoy that. Song. And I and I hear you. And I hear in any language. One thing about the heart, it's a universal language, and I can hear you any language you call me in. I'm right there. Absolutely. When you wrote so fresh, I got a cool in the gang vibe. Mm-hmm. And. Oh. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like you need to, you need to get out of my brain, dude. Get you know, out right I, now. I got a cool in the gang uh, vibe, and I'm like, oh shoot, he got the cool in the gang. But it's like a dancey, freestyly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I enjoy yeah. that one too. I've been listening to that all day as well. So we're gonna play that right now. Uh, we're yeah. we're we're discussing uh, freestyle in general, uh, debuting some of the songs of Best of Life with Stevie B live here on Clubhouse Dance Music. I'm gonna let him get back yeah. to his haircut while we play this one right here. This and I got to give a shout out to uh, Jay Mazur because he he played a part in uh, in the production of the uh, in the So Fresh song. A lot of people don't know it, but uh, Jay Mazur, Jay Mazur, right. He's a he's a good dude. I, I got an opportunity to meet him. He came to one of my shows and performed about uh, uh, two weeks ago. Man, what a yeah. solid guy! A very solid guy. And uh, again, you know, I, I talked about this live at, at the show, 
and we talk about social media and then real life. And in social media, yeah. they paint you one way, but then when you meet somebody in real life, it's totally different. Mm -hmm. That you know, that's that's, that's Jay Mazur, you know, and I'm sure that's Stevie B as well. I know that you know, again, being in the industry so long, you have this force field that you have to have because when you try to help people, those same people that you try to help in the end either become an ally or your enemy and they think they're better than you and that's the biggest yeah. issue right now with freestyle right now at this moment you open the doors mm -hmm. it's easy to open that door to that person but that person either has an agenda or is trying to be in the spotlight and trying to take your shine you got to be protective of that so i see that yeah. you you have opened your doors but you, you can't open it to everyone but the fact yeah. that you have opened it negates the fact that you're not willing to pass the torch or help other artists so one thing is the universe, I believe this, the universe sends you people. And it's, it's like a wave. It's like thought. Thoughts come all the time, whether you like it or not. You can't stop thinking. But not only can you stop thinking, you can't stop thinking, you can't stop living. You're going to pass by somebody. You're going to come in, in contact with somebody. You're going to meet uh, uh, people through other associates. So you're always having to... Uh, uh, judge and be judged and, and be in situations and you never know just like a relationship or you might meet a girl just in passing and just you know sometimes just the spirit of those people attract you it just does it just happens that way and and there's certain people that repel you you see no matter how good they look or how good they sound you get to the point where you're able to judge and say you know what that person has this quality, that quality, but you know what? I don't want to have to deal with their mess because you have to be careful about who you associate yourself with because a lot of times we're being judged a lot of time out here based on who we hanging with, who's on our life, who's on our page, who we took a picture with, who we did this, and people are insinuating all the time against you. That's what social media has done. It has taken away the mystique of relationships and let it be true. People think they can build relationships virtual like that. You can't. You yeah. can't do that. You have to meet somebody in person. You have to feel their spirit and how that spirit fills the room, their voice, their vocabulary, their train of thought, what they're all about. Because you know what? You might not be about that thing. You say, you know what? I get that. And let's get that. But where I am in my life right now, I'm living the best life. I'm living my best life. There's certain things that I don't want in my association. No matter how much money you think you can make me, I don't need your money. I would rather not have your money and have peace in my life than to have a whole bunch of money and have hell 24 hours a day. And that's what I'm about and who I associate with. And sometimes things come from a place that you don't even know, from an area you don't even know, from a, just the weirdest situations you meet somebody that wind up being a blessing. And, and I'm going to say this, a lot of times when you're doing a thing, Jose, it's not for you. And I'll give you one example, and we're going to move forward. I had a studio back in 2015 when I did So Beautiful, right? And uh, it was in L.A. And all the time I'm spending dough on this studio. It's a huge studio. My son's in there, and he's bringing in all these young writers and young producers. He has his little team. And I was in that studio for a year. I must have spent 70000 just on the rent for the year, whatever, five or six grand a month. But, you know, that studio was not for me. That studio was for somebody else. Who do you think that studio is from? You won't be able to guess it. Post Malone. It was discovered in my studio with one of my clients who discovered him. Okay? And I'm telling you now. And I hit Post and I tell him, I don't know. I say, you know that studio wasn't my blessing. It was yours. And sometimes you do think sometimes the universe uses you. The gods use us. And sometimes it's not 
for you. Everything is not for you. Sometimes you are a tool. Sometimes you are here sometimes to bless other people. You see, and Post was blessed in my studio. And now he's, I left that studio. Now he's and doing, he's the one of the biggest artists in the world. Yeah, doing Super Bowl commercials all based on him. That's right. You know, that's that's, right. that's, that's pretty right. amazing. And you and you feel that's good studio, about that. I tell him I that's right. That studio was his. The gods used me at that moment, at that place in time. The person that was in the studio for me heard Post. And from there, uh, uh, the White Iverson went from, the kid name was First, from Atlanta. Big producer, R&B, a hip-hop guy. First discovered Post in my studio, took Post, and after that, White Iverson became a big hit. But it came out of my studio. And I look back on that right now, and I say, Stevie B., that wasn't for you. God was you. The gods were using you to bring him up in that situation. That was for him. You see? And sometimes you have to be that. Sometimes you have to be a tool. Everything don't have to come to CDB, and it doesn't. I take losses every once in a while, but it wasn't a loss. I feel great about it. I feel wonderful about it, that I would be used as an instrument like that, just like I'm used as an instrument to inspire people to do my album. When I do an album, by the time I'm finished with it, Jose, I don't want to hear it that much no more. You guys get me excited about hearing. I'd have heard every one of those songs over a thousand times. <laughs> one thing that I do want to touch on is the people that you took to Brazil with you. Uh, they've been yes. very taken back on how well they were treated. You know, I've mm -hmm. had conversations yes. with Sam Savone, uh, Niasia, uh, people mm -hmm. that um, you have uh, done everything in your power to make them feel like they belong there with you mm -hmm. on the same stage. And so I have to commend you for that because, again, you know, the cynicism in social media doesn't allow people to give credit where credit is due. You are Stevie mm -hmm. B. You are the way that you are. That's that's the bottom line. I'm CPR. Mm -hmm. I am the way that I am. But mm -hmm. when we see something and, and we feel like we're, we feel compelled to assist or mm -hmm. to, to, to put somebody on or to promote someone or to put them on the same stage, you you know we do it in our individual ways mm -hmm. i do it in a small mm -hmm. form i do it in this yeah. medium that i have but you do it you know in you know in, in the form that you have in the platform that you have but none of those people came back and said something negative they all said i made money you know i did this i did that um you know it was an amazing time no one uh from that tour yeah. came back uh, uh said anything negative it was just social media itself that made it into a negative situation. But, you know, yes. I, I needed, I need to, you know, people need to give credit where it's due. Um, and, mm -hmm. and they were happy with the money that they made. They were happy with the fans that they met. They were happy about how they were taken care of and how you <laughs> were with them every step of the way. It wasn't like you went to your room or you went to the, 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 the big suite above and left them downstairs. Not everybody <laughs> was partying together like it was the 80s. You know, you, you brought it back, you know, so... Yeah. Those are things that people need to know about because they come to me and they tell me exactly how things are versus what people make up on social media. So, uh, Well, I appreciate all those people. And, uh, uh, you know, personally, I didn't know uh, uh, most of those people. And when I got there and saw their spirit, it was so worthwhile to me uh, for everything that went into that. And that, that was a lot of work. That was a lot of money that went into that. It was a lot of time and effort. And I appreciated the people how conformative they were. There were no egos in there. Maybe a few little, little, a little bit of drama on some situations, but it was nothing that wasn't uh, manageable. And they made it worth my while to say I had that experience with them. 
And I'll tell you something about what you think is a small situation. There ain't nothing in our creation that didn't start from a little particle called cosmic dust. And you can't even see it. It's invisible to the human eye. So no matter how small you think your contribution is, sometimes the smallest contributions can be the biggest situations for people. Sometimes you don't know the state of mind they're in, their depression, their anxiety, their feelings. So you have to take those into account that sometimes when you throw your blessings out there, and my blessings is that I have songs. God has blessed me. The gods have blessed me. The universe has blessed me to translate my feelings or express my feelings through music. And now, you know, we have a format and uh, we have a platform that we can express uh, not just music. We can talk and let people see. Some people don't like me, you know, <laughs> but that's fine. Well, they don't have to like let, me. Let's get to some, let, ahead, let's get to some tough questions, right? So, okay. What is the deal between you and Johnny O? Is, is there actual beef or is this just trolling on social media? There is absolutely no beef between me and Johnny O. Absolutely zero. Only beef that he has is he thinks he can whip Sam on the stage and performing, doing music as an artist. And I say that you can't. Now, what's wrong with that? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. I say I can whip your ass. I say I can whip a parish, the producer, writer, engineer, programmer, uh, uh, performer, and he got some pretty good little moves for an old guy. <laughs> I just wish I just wish he bring the mustache back. I think that will complete him. You know yeah, I mean? <laughs> but, I'm just, but just let me finish making my point with John. You made Johnny a point. Johnny never did nothing to me, and I never did nothing to him. But it's that perceived beef out there. You know, I can get you. You, can, you know, me and Kay and George and all of them. We had this. All for the all of our career, I can get you. You can get me. My dancers is better. I can perform better than you. Or when I get in the studio, I need to beat that TKA song. Maria was a better. I need to come with it. I'm telling my producer, that's hot. We need to whip it. That's that's what we going after. I think I, I think that you, you you have uh, taken your side quota for tonight, but um, let, let me also <laughs> yeah. My butt. I mean, kick their butt. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. Kick their butt. So look, man. Um, uh, you know, there, there were some issues that you had here in Springfield, Mass. Is that all taken care of? Been taken care of, and that wasn't never really an issue. See, that's what the media perceived it as. But I didn't go on bolstering about what it was and what it wasn't. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I want I won that case. People don't know that. You know. They don't know. They don't know. I won that case. I, um, so, but I, I don't get on. I don't get on there to disparage uh, the people involved in that. I, you didn't hear me never come back and say that. Media know. came out talking about. They talked about all that stuff, but that's not. That wasn't true. Not like that. I did invent this TVB lock me up dance at that time. I thought it was funny. Um, not many people did because a lot of people came to your defense. They thought that it was hypocritical of me to have you on my show because back then, uh, what was it like uh, eight years ago, six years ago, seven, whatever? Yes. I made light of the situation, and so can you believe? And I, whether you know it or not, I know you did that. But right. guess what? I still love you. It's all about entertainment. So you you think that that's right. You want to get you want to get as many people viewing you. You want to say some outlandish things. So you know yes, I I've curtailed right. that because now I'm getting it. And so you know I'm trying right. to modify it to to teach. I spent yes. a whole year of my life trying to teach one individual person. It bit me in my mm -hmm. a double crooked letter. Yes. But you know you yes. move on to the next person. You know there are more right. people to mentor. And uh, yes. since I've been doing this since I was 18 years old, and I think that I have a lot of uh, guidance to give. And whoever takes it, takes it. And whoever doesn't, doesn't. And we just move on to the next person. There are many right. people that want me to offer them five minutes of my radio time. 
And so the ones that don't appreciate it, the ones that I give it to and say that I'm nothing, that I'm going to offer those five minutes to somebody else. And then you can go mm-hmm. find you go go find your other medium to to play your music. Just so you know, Stevie, we report to BMI and ASCAP and all that stuff. So you know mm-hmm. when we play you, you know you're gonna be charting, and we're gonna be sending that information over so you can get your publishing and all that good stuff. So and when we that's a beautiful thing, you know. So that that's uh, people are like, who who cares about you know you getting played getting played on a community station? Well, we're a community station that yeah. reports. So reporting is important. So artists like Stevie B yeah. know what that means. It, it may not yeah. be billions of dollars coming out of this radio station, but at least is some sound scan or something out there that says, oh, this station is playing, you know, when the heart is calling, they're playing yeah. uh, Best of Life, the album. And, and that's well, everything, all you... everything is BD, Everything is BDS registered. So if you have a reporting station, uh, I'll get the benefit. And it's wonderful that you guys have, have that uh, in, your, in, your, in your camp that you can offer that to the artists, too. So they can feel like they're getting a benefit out of that when the record is getting. Played. And I had to explain that many times to people, but you know, again, play who we can and, and let go of the people that don't appreciate the time that we give them. Speaking of time, yes, I'm yes. gonna I'm gonna let you go. Thank you, Jose. Appreciate it. And we'll talk to you soon. It. And uh, all right, give, give a big shout out to my team, DJ DJ Slice. You know, he's doing the best thing. Jenny Renee, all the people on the album. Thanks you all to fan, all the fans that have uh, supported me over the last thirty uh, something years, and hopefully we can take this another thirty years. Much respect, much love. Thank you.